Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Well, what do we have here, listeners? Can you believe it? We've been talking about it for, I don't know, at least 10 episodes, maybe more. God, I hope not more. I don't know. But we have Real Film Nerds Podcast Episode Number 300. Man, Mike, did you ever think we were going to make it to 300 episodes when you came on on episode number four of Black Panther? Dude, no. It was episode three, dude. Was it three? I thought it was four. No, it was episode three. I always three. screw that up, don't I? Yes. Every time. Shit. But, dude, no. I never thought we'd make it 300. I never thought we'd make it past, like, five. Well, Mike, here we are. Uh, Eric did the math. He said it's six years of podcasts. I, I don't remember. I think it's at least five. But I don't know, dude. You don't know when you started it? And 2017. Then... Okay. So that's five. Yeah, dude, five years. Well, yeah, I think it's February of 2017, so we might be coming up on it. I, I Whatever. Doesn't matter. It's been a while. It's been a while. And the thing that throws it off is there was a period there where Mike and I were going hot and heavy back before he decided to um, bring Spawn in upon this earth, and we would do two a week. So that really kind of screws up the numbers. Yeah, no. And two a week was hard, dude. Like our, our schedules with the time zones and, and different things, because... I'm over here on the East Coast. You're on the West Coast. It was that was rough, dude. West Side. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was rough for me editing all those podcasts too. Uh, I've gotten a little bit more streamlined for those of you who have been listening. As Mike has gotten better and I have gotten worse, uh, I, I don't edit the podcast nearly as cleanly as I used to. I still try and clean it up best I can, but there's still a lot of junk in there. But uh, anyways, Mike, have you noticed? Because you listen to every single episode too, right? Yes, I have noticed that I sound much better. Thanks, Matt, for buying all the hardware for me. You said hard. I did. (laughs) You're welcome, Mike. You're welcome. You know, the poor man is taking care of the rich man. But hey, how do you like that for role reversal? You're now the poor man because you, again, you brought the spawn of the talent family into this world. I did bring bring the spawn of the talent family. So anyways, all right, Mike, uh, I'll stop effing around. But I figured we're going to talk about this movie. It's a good movie. It's several years old. It came out in 2007. I love this movie. It's a great film. But I figured we're going to do a combination of talking about the pod we're going to talk about the pod. We're going to talk about the movie. We're going to just reminiscent about the past, however many years, good podcast, bad podcast, just like what we've already done. So, okay, let's just get started. Um, Mr. Talent for the 300th time, go ahead and give us the breakdown. All right, man. For the 300th time. It's crazy. Anyway. Um, so this movie was directed by Zack Snyder is written by Zack Snyder, Kurt, Johnstead, Michael B. Gordon, Frank Miller, and it's based on the graphic novel by Lynn Verley. And Frank Miller. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, they both did the graphic novel. All right. Well, it didn't, it did, all right. It didn't say that. Anyway, um, this movie uh, is starring uh, Gerard Butler, Lena Headley, 
David Weenham, uh, Dominic West, Vincent Reagan, Michael Fassbender, Tom Wisdom. And this movie is about King Leonidas of Sparta and a force of 300 men fight the Persians at uh, Thermopylae in 480 BC. Well, very good, Mike. You only butchered some of those names. So uh, for those of you who are playing the Real Film Nerds drinking game, uh, all of you need to take 300 drinks for our 300th podcast. Oh, 300 drinks, man. Uh, Okay, go now. Ready, set, go. We'll wait 20 minutes. No, no, no. Don't do it. Just take a a couple just for Mike. All right, so classic film, classic story, historical story based on a graphic novel by, you know, Frank Miller, one of my favorites, directed by Zack Snyder, another great director, at least he mostly is. Some of them uh, DC movies, eh, but... um. I like that it's it's historical, but not historical. You know what I mean? It's a true story, but clearly there weren't some of these people and things that were in the battle. Like, there's no one that's truly immortal, and they don't bleed black blood. And, you know, um, King Xerxes isn't like eight feet tall and stuff. So it, it's a great exaggeration of a real battle and real war and real story. And I like it a lot. I I really like the film and the cinematography. This was one of the earlier films, much like the original Star Wars, not the original, the prequel Star Wars, where they had literally nothing. They just shot it on green screen or I think probably blue screen back then. And so uh, that's another claim to fame for this movie. It was not shot anywhere other than a studio. And I, I like it. I thought I, Love it. I think it's a really good movie. Yeah, man. I, I I remember going to see this in the theater and being blown away. I was like, what is this? Like, I kind of saw a trailer and I was like, ah, you know, maybe it'd be cool. Watched it and was like, whoa, that was awesome. The the stylized version of the like like I guess the style of the of the movie was really cool and it just was just the same throughout like i don't know the only thing i would complain about matt and uh you know we can get in spoilers is there's only one little minor thing but i'll uh, you know i'll do that in the spoilers so we don't need to do that right now but it, it was man it's just so fun to watch this movie again and it's just it's such a good movie like it's just i don't know it's intense it's like you feel it like it's just good there's lots of men in loincloths. Yeah, you know, that's that's not, you know, usually I I like um, you know, some uh nudity, but no, there was there was no I mean, I guess there was nudity like in some of the Persian scenes, but anyway, it it was it was a it was a it was a fun movie, man. It was fun to watch again, dude. I just really like this movie. Dude, there's this scene where King Leonidas is standing there butt naked, literally butt, uh, after, you know, laying some pipe to the queen in the beginning of the film. That's nudity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, but it was all, like, dark and shadowy. and Yeah, well, and, I mean, to go back to one of our original jokes that we talked about 
probably on the third podcast ever, you know, Mike's infatuation with flaccid penis. There was no flaccid penis, so I understand why you didn't remember that scene. Yeah, I guess that's true. I I I definitely miss the flaccid penis like like the first season of of Game of Thrones. It's just everywhere, just boom, dong. Yeah, so much dong. But we don't do shows here on the Real Film Nerds podcast. If we did, God, can you imagine? Like everyone asked me like why don't you guys do shows or why don't you talk about Yellowstone or why don't you talk about this? I'm like we have a hard enough time getting like through a movie, let alone trying to do like an entire season of something, let alone an entire show of something. I mean, imagine if we just did The Sopranos. Like we would have to do an episode like every week for like five years. Yeah, no, it'd be very hard to keep up with the show. Even even the the shows that are like 10, uh, 10 episodes these days, it's like, man, that's still a lot of, lot of content. Okay, so I have to throw this out there since I already talked about Star Wars once. I will talk about Star Wars again since we're on the topic of shows. Mike, have you watched Andor yet? I'm guessing not. No, I I haven't, but I heard it's great. Dude, you know I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of the Mandalorian. I think they're just knocking Mandalorian out of the park. I'm not lying when I say this. Andor is as good, if not better. Andor is a lot like... The what I wanted to see out of all the other Star Wars shows that are absolute crap. Wow, dude, that's 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 pretty high, uh, pretty high words there from someone who's not usually uh, liking a lot of the Star Wars decisions coming out of uh, the mouse. Yeah, it's it's good. The first two episodes, you just got to buckle down and just do it. It's all world building and character building and things. They're slow as shit. But the third, fourth, fifth episode, it really starts rocking and rolling. So hang on, you know, through the first two. I was like, through the first two, I was like, man, this show is just crap. Disney did it again. I'm not going to watch this. And I couldn't stop watching. It is so good once it starts rolling. So good. Well, that's great, man. Uh, bringing it back around to 300, you know, when I saw this, I was very impressed with um, just, I don't know, like the cinematography in this movie is really, really well done. And I, I feel like it just, I don't know, this, this movie made Gerard Butler a star because after that he was in everything and before that he was he wasn't in like i mean i think he was in things but i don't he wasn't a star he was in things like he you know he hasn't been like a huge star really since this movie in my opinion he's done some you know rom-com stuff here and there he's done that uh olympus has fallen series which i never really watched i really didn't have much of a desire to watch it uh there was one movie he did that uh frank really really likes was on Netflix for a while. I don't remember, but it was like a very much like Heat, and that that got some pretty big traction. But honestly, Three Hundred Man, it's all about Gerard Butler. He he makes this movie on top of the cinematography. The cinematography and the visuals of this are so good; uh, it's almost its own character. It really is. Yeah, that was really. Uh... I don't know. I I feel like that was a, what made this movie a lot was was that because it was so well done. Um, and it, it, yeah, I I think it is its own character. Right? 
one thing I have to say, did you notice that like most of the blood isn't like red? It's black. Well, I mean, I was I was gonna get to this in the spoilers, man. I mean Okay. The, you you wanna wait? We can we can wait, Mike. Well, well I mean, we're hitting our halfway point. You you're you're already you know, you're already talking about the blood. Well, I was just gonna say the blood was all CG and I just didn't like that. Oh, well that's not a spoiler. How's that a spoiler? It's a battle movie. There's gonna be murdering. Yeah, but that to me that was just I don't know. It it that was the only thing that I thought was a little weird. Uh it was just CG blood everywhere. And I just felt that was kinda meh. Well, I don't understand why it's black. Like, I mean, I understand why it's black, probably to keep it an R rating, but yeah, it just, it, it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. I mean, there's a dude that literally has his head taken clean off, like literally clean off. It's still in there. It didn't bounce it up to NC-17. Maybe that was one of the gives and takes, you know, that the MPA does. Yeah, you can take that dude's head off, but we want your blood to be black. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, it was somewhat fantasy stuff. I think that partly helped with some of the, uh, extreme nature of some of the things going on in this. Cause like the creature thing that took off the guy's head, like what the heck was that? Like, there's just, there's some things. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and then there's like the, the, the weird creature thing that has like these almost like jaws like they're like jaws from like a creature in his arms or instead of his arms and that's what he like takes people's heads off when they're being punished i mean it's kind of you know it's a little weird i think the graphic novel was pretty weird too but hey you know if it gets people interested in history i'm all for it yeah no i i I mean i think it was just a, a a different way of highlighting some things but the point was you know the, the these Persians had some different ways of doing things, and it it was it was interesting. I I I liked it. I don't know when I watched this movie in the theater. It, I think it came out in like March. Yes, it did. Is, you nailed it. Which is like a like a like a not always a busy time, and tends not to be a busy time. This movie made a ton of money. Uh, seventy million opening weekend. And they were like, what? You can't release a movie in March that makes $70 million. Like, what did you do? It's like, well, you made a freaking good movie. That's what you did. That's all it takes. I mean, honestly, look, okay, here's the example I'm going to use, and everybody knows. Top Gun Maverick. That movie made a shit ton of money. You know why? Because it was fun. Tom Cruise said, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming out and supporting us. And it was shot well. It was acted well. The story was great. You make a good fucking movie, people are going to go to the theaters. Period. Yeah, I remember telling everyone I worked with who who hadn't seen it. And, you know, quite a few had already seen it. I said, you got to go see this movie, man. This movie's awesome. Like, it was just, it was so different. Like, I don't, they don't make movies like this as much you know with it it was very stylized and like just really cool like um i don't know they just don't make them like this well i mean i've seen a lot of movies over thanksgiving weekend mike did you see a lot of movies over thanksgiving (laughs) no man no i did not i went to the theaters twice 
What would you see? The what? What's new out there? So I saw Devotion, which is about a Korean War African American pilot. It was okay. It, it was fun. I, I I don't think you have to go see it in the theaters, but it was fun. It was all right. And then the girlfriend wanted to see this. Uh, it's a horror love story. I guess is the best way to describe it. I think Mike, you probably would like to see it, but it's called uh, Bones and All. Huh. Okay. And it's about cannibals. Was it good? It was not my thing. <laughs> it was not my thing at all. But, it was uh, not my thing. All right. <laughs> Stacy loved it. She thought it was absolutely amazing. And the critics love it. The critics are giving it really high praise. Uh, it was just not my thing. Like, I just, people eating other people is just not, I'm not really, like, down with that. It kind of grosses me out quite a bit. Okay. All right. Well, I got it, man. You're, we'll make sure that we uh, don't discuss that. No, I think you should watch it, though. You probably would like it. It's a horror. Okay. It's right up your alley, man. It's a horror movie. All right. Uh, Matt, one thing, watching this movie again, uh, when I saw Lena Headley. Yeah, Lena Headley. Uh-huh. Lena Headley from, from Game of Thrones. Actually, it's Lena Headey, I think, because there's no L. But anyways... Go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Lena had Heedley. Um, it it was weird because it's like I've seen her so much from Game of Thrones, and it was almost interesting to be like, did she get typecast? Because it's kind of a similar character, another strong-willed like uh, queen. Mm-hmm. Yep. But but hey, you know whatever. It's both both roles were really good, so like I don't know, I'd take it, you know. But it, it's just, I wonder. But but it was hard for me to not see her as Cersei from, from Game of Thrones. The thing that kept tripping me up about it is that she had a uh, brunette hair in Three Hundred, which I think brunette is her natural color. Oh, okay. But you know, because the Lannisters, they're all blondes, like platinum blondes, every single yeah. one of them. That's how you can tell it's a Lannister. Yeah. Have you watched House of Dragon yet? No, man. I have not watched House of Dragon, dude. I don't have time. What do you do with your life, Mike? You eat McRibs and you work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly McRibs. So I start my day with six McRibs. And that's just to like, that's just to wake up and stretch. Dude, that's a balanced breakfast. And then, and then I take the dog on a walk and then we have another 10 McRibs. And then, you and After, the dog, like you share one, like in like um, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, I I give him a half of one, and then I eat nine and a half. Well, no, I figure you sit there. You know, you have one side; he has the other side. You know, like the spaghetti, but it's a McRib. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, the way my dog eats, dude, I'd lose half my face. That yeah, true, true. <laughs> I did finally get to meet him. Yeah. Yeah, you'd lose half my face. Uh, Maybe a finger or two as well. Yeah, that'd be after one bite. Um, And then uh, the rest of the day, we take it easy, you know? Five McRibs for lunch, six McRibs for dinner, and then we just call it a night, you know? We We don't need fourth meal or fifth or sixth meal. No, no, you, you already had 10 to kick off the day. It's all on McRib. Yeah. 
Yeah, the McDonald's people look at me strange every time. Like, again? Yeah. No, they just know. It's like Frank going to Portillo's. Yeah, they're just like, hola, Frank. Dude, have I told you this shit? <laughs> Probably not. Okay, all right. So <laughs> Frank is, has is, a really weird latest? order at Portillo's, right? Yes. He walks in. Everybody knows him. It's like fucking cheers for him. Walks up to the register, and he has this weird fucked up order, right? And you would think they would spend all this time clicking and clacking and all that stuff to get it all right. No. Do you know what they do? They push one button. They programmed a key for him? They programmed a key just for what he orders. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. You can go to any Portillo's in the Phoenix area, and they hit one key. Dude, that's nuts. That's how much he eats Portillo's. Speaking of that, Mike, what do you wash all your McRibs down with? Oh, you know, that's a good question, man. I I usually, in the morning, I wash it down with uh, some coffee. In the afternoon, it's it, it could be coffee or water, and then in the evening, it's always uh, you know a beer. And speaking of beer, Matt, what are you drinking right now? <sighs> I knew you were gonna get there eventually, Mike. You did it. You did it. Twenty three minutes, Mike. I'm drinking in celebration of our three hundredth continuation of the podcast. I'm drinking a champagne of beers. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. All right. What flavor of IPA are you drinking today? All right. So you're right, man. I'm drinking an IPA. It's New Belgian's uh, Voodoo uh, Vice Voodoo IPA. So Voodoo is like a rotating series they do of IPAs, and this one's called Vice, and it's all style like, you know, Miami Vice. Don't they have like a Voodoo Ranger too or something? Yeah, that's like one of their normal ones, but they yeah. have like a bunch of like it's a, it's a series, yeah. All right, Mike, so let's go ahead and roll into it. I hope you have the best one we've ever heard ever in celebration of podcast number 300. Mike, what's today's incredible dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand though. Got to think I'm funny other people never laugh though. Dad jokes. Uh, you know, always have the best one you've ever heard, Matt. Come on. Every every one of these dad jokes. I can beg to differ on that. There's been some real stinkers, Mike. Real stinkers. All right, Matt. How do trees get on the internet? Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Do they use a dial-up? They log in. Ah, damn it. That was so easy, and I screwed that one up. <laughs> Damn it. They log in. Ah, Son of a bitch. I should have had that one. All right, Mike. Should have. So for the 200th and something time, because we don't do it for all the movies, how does the incredible film 300 relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, so uh, this one wasn't too bad. Uh, one of the actors, uh, Tom Wisdom, was also in the Avengers Endgame as uh, Loki Reader. Loki Reader. 
Well, I, I was trying to think if Michael Fassbender technically counts, but he hasn't been in an actual MCU movie. But I'm pretty sure he's going to be reprising his role as Magneto once they eventually introduce the X-Men, and God knows when that's going to be. But, um, oh, speaking of Michael Fassbender, that's one thing. I forgot how much he is in this freaking movie, and he was a relatively unknown back then. Like, I remember him being in 300, but I don't remember him having such a big role. Like, he really talked a lot in this movie. Yeah, he's he's one of the main, uh, I guess soldiers that you see a lot of uh thing because he has that competition with uh uh tom wisdom actually uh s s estenos uh estenos yeah so and, uh, go ahead that was Sorry. cool yeah yeah no and and that was cool like he's in it a lot like a lot more than i thought you know um yeah, I, this is the first time I ever remember seeing him as as well and like in such a memorable role. And then he just kind of started to be in a lot more stuff. Dude, he's a great actor. I, I don't want to say he's one of my favorites, but he's definitely in there. He's he's really really good. I think he does a great job. Uh, he's perfect as Magneto. I really hope they keep him around. And uh, what's his nuts? Whose name I'm forgetting? That does um, Professor X. Uh, I really liked him, you know, in the newer X-Men films. He was very, very good as well. Um, damn it, I hate getting old because now I don't remember all my movie trivia shit. Oh, James McAvoy. There you go. Nailed it. Oh, fuck. Speaking of that, you know, James McAvoy was in all those uh, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movies. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, did you have the trailer to the new M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie? Oh, no, you haven't been to the theaters re- lately. Never mind. But have you seen it? I saw it at one of the uh, Bones and All. They had it at the theater. Yeah, I, I think so. It's It comes out in, what, January or February? It's February, yeah. And I was kind of shocked to see uh, Dave Bautista. Yeah, dude. Bautista. That's awesome. That's I'm, an- I'm, I'm not sure what it's about. You know, like, it looked interesting, man. I You know, it piqued my interest. Yeah, I don't know what it's about either. I mean, clearly about Cabin and something Apocalypse and something. But uh, speaking of Bautista, that's another one I watched because I had to. I mean, I had to. It came out. The uh, Gardens of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney Plus. What is that on? It's Disney Plus and it's only 45 minutes long. Oh, okay. No, I haven't watched that either, man. Dude, I'm, uh, you know. Get on it. Get on it. It's okay. It's okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. A little weird. Um, it's fun. Uh, Groot is frightening. But uh, it's um, James Gunn's uh, second to last uh, product ever for the MCU. So he's doing one more Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and then he is basically taking the role of Kevin Feige at Warner Brothers for DC. Yeah, yeah, no, you you you've talked about that before. Uh, that you know, I think I think he's gonna do a lot of good things. He's he's, I think he's up for it. Oh, uh, dude, I I don't mean to make it sound dickish, but right now, if he can get DC rolling as well as he did on Peacemaker in the movies, they're gonna overtake the MCU because people are just not happy with all these MCU shit that's going on. There's a lot of people that just are not liking any of the films really not liking the shows right now is a great 
time for them to come in with some really good DC products and steal an audience, basically. Dude, Peacemaker is so good. So good. Oh, dude, so funny. I loved it. I loved it. All right, Mike. So should we talk about uh, what we're doing for our 300th podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. We should probably do that. Okay. So we thought it would be really cool to give away something special. And uh, so out of our own dear hearts, we we ended up purchasing a uh, a nice prize for whoever wants to win it. And Matt, I think I think this is a really good challenge for it. You didn't tell him what the prize is, though, Mike. Well, that's what I was going to let you tell him. Oh, okay. You want to do it now, or you want to do the question first? Well, wh- why don't you tell him what the the prize is, and then I'll I'll give him the question. Okay. So, Mike and I, we thought long and hard about this. We were going to do a copy of three hundred, but we decided we should probably do something a little bit more modern, maybe something a little more dear and near to our hearts as far as films go. So we got the steel book of the John Wick series. So it's John Wick one, two, and three steel book, Blu-rays, 4k with digital copies. And we only have one. So all of you who want to enter to win this, there only is going to be one winner, and we will probably have to announce it on the podcast in a couple of weeks once we get all the entries because it's a big deal to us, and we want just want to say thank you for all of you standing by and listening to our pod. Yeah, yeah. No, we do want to say thank you. But, Matt, so here is what our uh, listeners have to do to, to to try and win this. They have to tell us, how many times in the movie 300 does uh, does anyone say, uh, this is Sparta? Okay. All right. And where do they send their answers? Because when send in your answers. Make sure we have your name. Uh, we can get your address later if you win. But uh, we're going to put all of your stuff together in a random number generator. And that's how we're going to pick the winner. So, Mike, how should they enter to win? Yeah, they they should send me an email, uh, Mike at Real Film Nerds. Uh, and you won't respond, right? At yeah, least according yeah. to Steve. Yeah, no, I won't respond, but at least uh, I'll get it, and then uh, I pass it along to Matt, and then Matt takes care of all the stuff. Perfect, perfect. I do all the work. Mike does the gathering. Yeah, yeah. I don't even really do the gathering. Matt does all that. I, you know, I really just am here. You're the talent. You're Mike Talent. Yeah, I'm the talent. <laughs> all right. So there you go. You have it. Email Mike at realfilmnerds.com your answer, and you will be entered into win the Steelbook Blu ray 4K ultra high definition john wick series up to this point because you know we got john wick 4 coming out in the spring i think it's either spring or summer looking forward uh, to that one. it's coming out i don't i don't remember when it's but sometime next year next year yeah sometime next year so all right mike so uh what else would you like to add about 300 or should we tell these fine people what we rate it i don't know if there's much more i'd want to add besides that just this this movie was 
really different and I'm really glad that someone decided to 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 make it like I I I feel like it was kind of a big risk but it was such a good movie and Gerard Butler and all the other uh the 300 guys did such a good job uh I don't know it was just so well done it's just I, I I even like the, the like the narrator parts where the movies kind of got like a narrator and he's telling you about like Sparta and stuff and I, I don't know it just all fit really well. How many reels do you give three hundred? How many give it five reels, Matt? Wow, wow, five! Wow, all right, you liked it a lot more than me. So I watched it through the eyes of if I saw it today, not if I saw it in 2007. And I made that comment on the radio, which you will hear later as well with good old-fashioned Ma Henshaw. Um, If this was 2007, this would be five reels all day long, no question. But it's not. It's 2022. And the CGI has not aged well. The blood hasn't aged well. Uh the story's still great. The acting's still great. Uh, I drop it down to a four just because age is cruel to CGI. And that's just a fact. I don't think it was a detractor for this really, but, uh, you know, obviously that's just, just me maybe, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I still, it's just kind of fantastical. Some of the things that happened in this movie, but I don't know. It just goes together so well. Like just, I don't know. Oh, you do know, and it's amazing. So, for next week, it's my pick. This is a movie that came out, I think, a couple weeks ago. We're getting in the spirit of Christmas, and we can officially start doing Christmas movies because we're going to be in December. Woo! I don't know if that's good or bad. But uh, we are going to watch the... I probably am going to pull my ears out, but I'll try it anyways. Musical on Apple TV Plus called Spirited, starring Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Matt, I think you're going to like it. I think I, I, you'll you'll just have to just pretend it's like a South Park musical. I don't know, dude. I have a hell of a hard time paying attention to mu- musicals, but if it is like South Park, then I probably will be fine with it, honestly, because I did like that South Park. It was funny. But yeah, this came out uh, two weeks ago, November 18th. Cool. Very cool, man. I I look forward to watching it. Well, all right, Mike, you got anything else you want to add other than make sure and enter our contest? No, no. I just want to thank all the listeners who've been listening for all these uh, episodes and, you know, just keep coming back and and, and tell your friends and follow us on the socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and... uh, it's been a lot of fun, so uh, you know, maybe uh, the next three hundred episodes will be even better. Well, only if Ma Hinshaw and Mags and Steve and all Matt Santos and all of our special guests come on and make another appearance in those three hundred, then they'll be special. Because if it's just me and you talking, it's not quite as fun, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> dude we really need to get mags back on i think you should make her watch spirited and review it but i know she likes to sleep which is a good thing yeah well we we could try and do that i'll 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 broach the subject with her we'll see what happens kick off 301 with mags oh dude that would be awesome so 
All right, man. Do your thing. All right. Well, uh, with that, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, go out there, go stream a movie, go watch a movie. You know, enter our contest. Uh, win, win some some steel book John Wick uh, trilogy. Man, it's a pretty awesome gift uh, prize. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think that's it. And, uh, we'll catch you on next week's podcast, 301, uh, Spirited. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Matt Henshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast in studio on Magic 99.1. How you doing, Matty? Just incredible. <laughs> I was waiting for the living the dream. Sorry, but, uh, God, I changed yeah, it up today. You did. You changed it up. Very good. You have a happy Thanksgiving with Ma and the gang? Of course. Yes. Nice. It was amazing. Did you eat lots of turkey? Yes. What's your favorite thing on the Thanksgiving table? Um booze ah uh, yeah. yeah yeah i should have guessed the that drink one. yeah you and your mother both right and, and pie everybody <laughs> loves pie booze and pie all booze right and pie That's you don't need anything else for Thanksgiving. sounds like a good time to me i'm yeah. telling you mm-hmm. so you're in this morning to review the movie 300 and people might say but why it came out a long time ago tell everybody why well because it's our 300th episode 300th episode of their podcast yeah. Get it? Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Well, that we also, we don't always review brand new movies. No, I, mean, I know, but I don't know why. When things are slow. When, <laughs> yeah, I know. When things are slow and there's just stuff we're not interested in seeing. Right. Then we'll, you know, watch what we call a uh, legacy cast. Okay. Uh, so a movie that's. Like a throwback. Not in the theaters is what we consider a legacy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. I saw 300. It's been a while. I remember lots of people in loincloths. Throwing spears. So you loved it. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I loved it, but it was fine. I mean, it, it was, um, I, you know, it was a war movie. Yes. Yeah. So this is our, what, third in a row, I think, of war. Right. Of some kind. Yes. And this is just, you know, a much older war. This right. This is, you know, the Battle of, Th- of Thermopylae. Yes. So. Okay. And? Oh, I love this movie. Yeah. I like this movie a lot. It was... It's very stylized. It's, you know, Frank Miller's adapted graphic novel. It's just, it's it's rooted in history, but it's not, you know, it's it's just fun. And I there's like a lot it. of nudity. Yeah, I mean, there it's is. just so much nudity. <laughs> Male nudity specifically. Yes. There really is. Just so much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, all right. Well, how many reels you give it? Let's just be honest. It was for Mahentra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just be honest. Okay. Uh, um, you know, it... it it hasn't aged super well just because it's what it is. I mean, CGI has come a long, long, long way. I was just going to say, way. the special effects, when I saw it, yeah, w- w- they were a little, what's the word, remedial? Yeah, it's just, it's just been, it's been, it's a, been while. a while. It's just when been a while. When did it come while. out? 2006. Okay, yeah. So, how many reels? Uh, I give it a f- nice solid four. four. If this was two, 2006 when I saw it in the theaters, it yeah. probably would be a five. Right. But, it's been it's been a while. Okay. So very good. Four reels. Let's give Ma Hinshaw a call. Coming up on Magic 99.1.
Happy morning. Happy morning, Ma Henshaw on Magic 99.1. How are you? Doing fine. Good girl. Did you have a happy Thanksgiving? Oh, very much. Had lots of folks here, lots of good food. Well, Matt said, grand- Matt said you yeah. served booze and pie. Well, we had some other things like <laughs> turkey and two huge hams. <laughs> He didn't mention those, Maya and Shaw. They got, they slowed me down. (laughs) They slowed you down. (laughs) Very good. Well, uh, Matt gave 300 four reels out of five. Tell me, did you like the movie? And was this the first time you've seen it? No, this is the second time I've seen it. The first time I saw it, I cried. I mean, I just. Oh, I felt so sad at the end. I just cried and cried. Yes. But this time I was better. And this time, honestly, I had three snores. Just me. I I did. I fell asleep during some of the battles. Right. (laughs) Uh, A lot of blood. Hey, folks, lots of blood. Lots of muscles. Yes. A lot of well-built folks. Oh, my goodness. The guys who had lots of muscles. But that was brutal killing, you know. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Mostly with spears, right? Yeah. And knives. Mostly. Spears, mainly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, spears. They didn't have guns back then. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I I saw it and I thought the same thing. It was pretty violent. Uh, How many cookies are you giving the movie 300, Mahinja? Yeah, I'm giving it three and a half. Three and a half. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It it was very good. And a real tearjerker the first time you see it. Right. You know. Yes. But I... it didn't help I'd seen it twice. And, you know. Yeah. I was kind of prepared for the end. <laughs> right. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, Ma Henshaw, with your uh, review of 300 this morning on what station? Magic 99.1. Have a great day, sweet Pete. Bye. Bye. So, Maddie, what is your 301st movie review going to be about? Personally, I'm just shocked she didn't give it a full another reel for just the sheer amount of male nudity. Right, right. She she was blushing. She was blushing through the phone. I couldn't go there with her. No, clearly she was sleeping. Clearly she slept through that part. She slept through that part, right? Gosh. Yeah. Horrible. Okay. Um, so it is now December, and so uh, I guess we will start rolling into the Christmas movies. Okay. This one came out a little while ago, about two or three weeks ago. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. All right. I believe it's one that you're very interested in. Okay. Which one is it? It's Spirited. Starring oh, Spirited. Ryan Reynolds, and um, of course I'm drawing a blank yeah. on... Will know. Ferrell's name. Oh, Will Ferrell's in it. Oh, it is, of course I'll see it. It is a musical comedy telling of A Christmas Carol. So, <laughs> And I'm not into musicals really at all. Can you imagine Will Ferrell in a musical? It's exactly. going to be funny. I, I'm a huge yeah. fan of Ryan Reynolds and a huge fan of Will Ferrell. Me too. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yes, it's a couple weeks old. Right. But it's now December, so we're okay to do Christmas movies okay. in my book. I totally agree. I'm going to check it out as well. You guys, check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds, where you can catch Maddie online, but you can catch him here every Monday on what station? Magic 99.1. That's it.